presented by Baseline Times Media. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Here is another episode of the Shoot or Pass podcast. The trio's back together. I know, it's been a while. You haven't heard our voices. You missed us, but uh, well, we kind of took a break with LeBron James. So when he's back, we're back. Wow. Here we are. Facts. It's facts, facts. right? Oh, my God. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? <laughs> What's going on? Yo, you know what? Can I just can I just get this off my chest real quick? I'm upset with LeBron. I'm so bad right now. I'm upset with LeBron. I'm upset with Magic. Little Wayne once said, "Real G's move in silence like lasagna," and we watched the Knicks trade Porzingis to Dallas for Dennis Smith Jr. without any noise, anything, right? We've watched all of these trades happen. And what the Lakers are doing right now, and I'm just jumping right into it. What the Lakers are doing right now, it's it's not right. Like, it's not right. Like, they're creating a hostile environment. And somebody tweeted earlier that the reason why LeBron continues to have this hostile environment everywhere he goes, it travels with him, is because he's an only child. And it made me think. And I was like, you know what? Since LeBron's been 10 or 11 years old, he's been, we knew what he was going to be. And at 15, he was crowned king. And right now, I'm just like, bro, I don't want these antics. Like, it's just, it's foolish. Him and Magic are looking like straight fools right now. And I don't know, man. Like, I knew this Laker move was going to be bad last year, but it's it's ugly right now. Yeah, we the Lakers. About that. Like am I, the Lakers aren't a destination anymore. We just watched Anthony Davis say he would go to Milwaukee. This isn't like the '90s where you want to play in these big markets for money. You can get money in Oklahoma. Hell, Russell Westbrook's the most marketable player right now in the league. He got like 20 commercials, you know. So I don't know, man. I just this just doesn't. They're showing this, no loyalty. I, I don't know, man. I'm disgusted to be honest. I think this is the first time LeBron gambled on himself and lost, man. Because this is what he, in reality, this is what should have happened. They should have moved these guys before he got there. But now that he's there, even LeBron can't make Leonzo look better. Even LeBron can't make Kuzma look better. Who else is going to make him look better? That's true. Who, like, this is their ceiling. This, is the, this was the opportunity to show what they could be. And, I mean, yeah, they've shown flashes, but that's what you expect. So you're not going to over overcharged for these players anymore. Well, I just... You could have moved them last year for their potential. This was foreseeable. I just, it was like, okay, we looked at the roster on paper and we're like, alright, what's going to go on with this? This is a weird roster. We talked about this before the season started. Then it's like, alright, the season gets popping. You know, the fourth place in the Western Conference. We're feeling nice. Alright, cool. Braun goes out for what? Maybe 40-something days? And it's like, alright. Where are they at now? Ninth, tenth in the West, and all. They're just what I think is that the Lakers, much like my Yankees, it's easy to overrate prospects because our fan bases are so large. So when you get a Brandon Ingram, when people, when like the Katie comparisons are funny because Brandon Ingram isn't even as polished as Katie was at Texas, and like you know when he was at Texas, like nope. Brandon Ingram, he just isn't. In Katie's third year, he was averaging thirty points a game. Like, already an elite scorer, already look like an all-time great. Brandon Ingram just isn't that player. So I think that what happens is, is, like, you have a combination of, like, Lonzo coming in. His daddy said he's a better shooter than Steph, better than Magic, better than LeBron, all these crazy things. And then you have a guy like Ingram, and then you bring in the circus of LeBron James. And now it's just foolish because now you have bad chemistry if you watched the game last night you saw they got blew out by 42 lebron sitting on one side they're sitting on another and what sucks is that you have a coach like luke walton who every couple of days it's stuff like is he going to be fired is he going to be this is he going to be that and at this point i've been like a lebron apologist for his whole entire career but i can honestly say right now i'm fed up as a fan i'm like fuck dude like seriously again like Yo, LeBron who on this the, team is he making better? I just want to know. Is, LeBron is a definition of like a, a toxic person. Like he just, it just is. It's followed him throughout his whole entire career. And 
the only difference is, is that this is year, what, 16 LeBron? You're not prime LeBron right now. Like, you're getting hurt. You're not playing as well. So you're not worth all of this. If I was the Lakers, I'm like, yo, fuck you, LeBron. I'm trading you to fucking New Orleans, and I'm bringing in Anthony Davis to play with these young guys. But I don't know, man. It's been they don't it's have just, balls. They don't yeah, have I know. Do that. Well, but I, I think it's part of the long term plan too. Like he signed a four year deal there. The signings that they had, the Lance Stevenson, oh, the Jabel McGee thing is the signing was awesome. I think he's he definitely is having a nice career year too. But you, uh, Michael Beasley. Uh, you know, you bring in some of these we we weird. That's that's the definition description or description that we use, right? Like these weird signings. Like, I, I mean, you knew at some point in the season this is gonna blow, and here it is, like close to the trade deadline. I mean, it all just kind of falls in part. Obviously, we'll get into the Anthony Davis and you know reactions about that, but I, I think this is this is where it blows. It, it blows right here. That's just the only way to describe it. We like we knew this was gonna happen. I, it's just a weird signings. I just saw. I mean, I I kind of agree with the whole LeBron. Being a toxic type of thing, but at the same time, I I knew it was too. I felt it was too good to be true to see this team on paper and be like, yeah, they're gonna sit with this team for the remainder of the season. Come on, you guys want to beat? They don't have to BS us and tell us, hey, look, you know, we're gonna ride with this team. This the Bronx with young guys, blah blah blah. Man, no, it was, get all that out. We knew, we, well, out we window, knew from man. the beginning. We we're did. all we we're all knowledgeable basketball fans and. We've played ball, and we have common sense. When they were putting together this team, we knew it was going to be a disaster. We knew it was going to be. But the thing is, is that they kind of worked through it, and they were like, well, like the fourth seed when he went out. Then he got injured, and all hell broke loose because, like, none of these – I don't know. I, I mean, I agree with what you said. They should have traded these guys last summer. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Absolutely. Because at least last summer you have the – Okay, Lonzo second year, Brandon Ingram third year, Kuzma whatever year. So they like they should have just did it then. But now they showed their cards. These players really aren't that good. But at the same time, the Pelicans are in a weird spot because I don't think they're going to get a better offer. Mm-mm. They're not going to get Tatum. No, they're not. And like I still feel like that even though these Laker players aren't that good, they're better than other teams packages and that last Laker offer was foolish those two draft picks and every single player like who I, I was gonna suit up like I honestly think I was gonna suit up <laughs> like it was crazy like oh man awful well there you have it at the top of the show opened up a lot of trade deadline talk in this trade deadline episode and then we'll get towards the end of the show a little bit about the all-star flavor next weekend's all-star weekend definitely going to be a lot of interesting things if these trades happen if ad's on the move uh for the trade deadline uh but so far here i mean uh, you were recording this on the night of you know wednesday night before the trade deadline pops off but so much has already happened it's just like the last thing that can probably tip is ad getting traded um kind of going into that yeah, I was going to ask you guys what I, I what, what, what percent do you guys say where are we at? Here's, the, here's 80, the thing. Not a league, here's not the a thing. Pelican tomorrow. Here's the thing. Teams messed up. I think Boston messed up. And put it this way, Boston is in a really weird position because they had probably the biggest highway robbery in trade history when they traded those old over the hill has beens for all those Brooklyn Nets picks. Now. If I'm being real, the Brooklyn Nets young core, in my opinion, is playing better and they're on par with the Boston young core. Like, what did Boston receive out of that? Boston looked like they, dude, they had all those pick, they had pick after pick, draft after draft. Danny A just held on to him. He didn't want Kawhi. You don't want Anthony Davis. Now you're looking like, all right, Jalen Brown really isn't looking like. Tatum has been drinking the Kobe coffee. Like every person who works out with Kobe just comes back and looks terrible. Like, I, I mean, and I'm, I, I'm not even trolling. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Tatum doesn't look as good. Rozier doesn't look as good. So it's just weird because now you have the Pelicans that are like, Oh no, we don't want this Laker. You're not going to get anything better than that last Laker offer. So it's like, now you're going to hold on to them. And now you might get a lesser offer. And now out of spite, you might trade Anthony Davis to the Boston. 
but will Boston just trade for Anthony for that one year for a rental? And his father already said he doesn't want his son playing there. Well, let's talk. What about uh, let's talk about a little bit about you know with AD and you know with that too the way that he's handling it too. So on the flip side of the Lakers and it's the recent the most recent thing is the fact that his his fractured left finger is healed up, but he's being held out inactive, right? So and he's came out and said, "Hey, I want I would definitely want to keep playing." I, I, at this point, if you're New Orleans, if you're, you know, AD, I think AD's trying to be nice, you know, play nice guy here. I absolutely think he is. And how true is it that he wanted to keep a lot of, you know, the requests public? I, do you guys believe that, by the way? First and foremost, your agent, Rich Paul, comes out publicly and, and confirms it. But his words, AD says, you know, he wish it was kept private. These dudes are just yeah, too New Orleans messy. Leaked this. You know, yeah, New, yeah, New, Orleans, they, New Orleans leaked this so they could have all the power. Yeah, they definitely did that. New Orleans leaked that 100%. Just like the Knicks leaked, you know, the Porz- The Knicks had that Porzingis done the night before. The night before, you saw Porzingis follow, whatchamacallit, uh, what's his name? Porzingis followed Luca. Luca followed Porzingis. And there was like, there were people around chattering, like, oh, like they were saying what happened. Then the next day, Porzingis wants to trade. 34 seconds later, Porzingis has been traded. Yeah. I, I think the Lakers would have been better off of, of like, but see, that's the thing is like this, this era is so like, I miss the days when I would get an album and I would put it on for the first time and hear that Eminem was featured on Renegade on the blueprint. Cause I didn't know. Right. I missed the days when I woke up and was like, Oh shit. Alex Rodriguez just got traded to the Yankees. Like we didn't know any of this. Right. Like we literally were just you just hanging out at home. Now we're so social with DeMario follow Chevy and DeMario follow Marcus. So, oh, DeMario unfollow Chevy. That must mean that Chevy. So now we're doing that with NBA players. And every single day, it's like the other day, Lonzo Ball took out the Lakers out of his bio. So it was like, oh, well, what what is this going to oh do? Oh, my man? God. You know, so, so it's true. It's like, Having man, like. Sports too, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah it's, in wrestling. Yeah. That's and it's how so bad. bad. It's but You're it's. Just, it's working for leverage. <laughs> it's something that's yeah. It's working for the leverage of the Pelicans. I mean, look, it sucks for New Orleans. Don't get me wrong. Like for the fans, the no, city. This is great for, oh yeah. Like great. for the fans of the city, it sucks for New Orleans in a sense of like, look, you have this like one of a kind player in AD, right? But he wants out now. Like as a Magic fan, like I saw that from T Mac. Like he wanted out, and I was like, dude, I grew up like idolizing T Mac. Like there's a reason why I wanted to play basketball and all and buy the shoes and stuff, right? So like, I I felt like a little bit of like, damn, like. This guy's been here rocking with us. He's one of the top players. He's almost an all-star. We're always represented, you know, wherever we go. All-star, you know, obviously playoffs here and there. But it sucks. It sucks for you, for that to happen. So you're thinking about, like, okay, Anthony Davis, like, well, I don't want to be the bad guy. But, hey, look, I just want to move on to bigger and better things. And it's not happening here. And then you have Rich Paul. He came out said something. Then the timeline of it now is it falls. just like, look, I want to play, but my, my figure's fine. But now... You know, there's a comment that Alvin Gentry, he's, he wasn't even sure in a, in a pregame or mid-game, mid-day interview where it's like, hey, well, what's up with AD? If he's healthy, he's going to play. And he's like, I don't know. So it's like, all right, cool. In the background, just as you guys have said, we're hearing the leaks of the trade. And the worst thing, like how DeMario started up the podcast with this episode was, you know, handling it the wrong way. Um, I would say this, if you're, if you're Magic Johnson and it's the four picks you guys giving up the four picks as a business decision because he's a businessman too remember he's a businessman and he wakes up tomorrow and he says you know what i'll take the four picks you guys doing it or no no ad's not no. worth it i'm not doing it no ad's not here's the thing ad let let's let's not overrate this guy this guy's been to playoffs what like one or two times he's always hurt like you know me i'm a like a you know i'm you know i'm a realist i think anthony davis is an exceptional talent He's not a number one to win you a championship. Think about it. When's the last big man? You know, you got to go back to like prime Duncan, prime Shaq era. The NBA is just different that way. Anthony Davis can hang 50 on you every single game in a series. And if you stop his guards, you're not going to win. The NBA is just different nowadays. I don't think it's worth ruining all those picks, the young core. Now, if you say, okay, cool, here's Lonzo, Kuzma, and two draft picks. Yeah, that's fine. You keep Brandon, you keep Hart. 
you keep Zubak, but I'm not about to trade five to six young players and three to four draft picks for Anthony. I'm always hurt when it counts Davis. Like this dude ends every single year on the injured reserve. Like I think what two years ago was his first time in the playoffs. Like he's a crazy talent, but you got to realize the big general, like the big men who we've traded for. I'm, I'm, I'm like the big men who've been traded for in previous eras and decades already came over to their new teams with, with clout Shaq was uh-huh. already in the NBA finals and, you know, like doing like big numbers. You look at Kareem when he was traded, Wilt when he was traded, all these like big, Anthony Davis, like, nah, he's a, you know, great, great talent, but I'm not trading all those players for him. It's foolish. Cause all you do is you end up with LeBron and AD and what you go do get mellow. Exactly. Like that's ugly. And here's the thing. Magic and LeBron are too smart. But at the same time, they're two of the five greatest players to ever play this game, and you really can't tell them anything. So you don't really – they don't have anybody to answer to because it's LeBron and Magic. So they got to get checked. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm like, the big homie got to have a big homie. Somebody got to tell them, like, yo, y'all fucked up. It just looks sloppy. If I'm AD, if I'm any other player, I'm looking at this, like, Lakers situation like, nah, I'm good. Just like, just like, I mean, we laugh and I always like, you know, poke fun at Gabe and Marcus, you know, for saying that about LeBron, but it's true. It's like, oh, do I really want to go play with LeBron, lose to Golden State, have all this scrutiny? No, oh, not really. I'll go to OKC. I'm good. I'm good. Love and joy. <laughs> Straight up. And that's the thing is that you would think. And, that now, like- oh, and now you're not even playing with Miami LeBron. You're playing with like year 16, like just different. So it's different. It's different. I, and I think a, a lot of it's interesting is that you have a guy like Rob Polinka, right? He, so apparently he was well-respected as an agent for, amongst players. That was one of the draws to say, hey, you know, we're going to hire this guy as our GM and players are going to respect him and they're going to be attracted to his business and the way he operates with players because he's well-known in the network, right? Next to Matt Johnson. All of a sudden you have this. I mean, if it's a part of their scheme, a part of their plan to make this trade happen, and <laughs> It's hilarious if it happens. I think it's hilarious if it goes down and it happens. Whether or not they do the four draft picks, the two draft picks, you know, Kuz and, and you know, Ball or Ingram. Obviously, you're not going to replace AD. What I'm thinking about on the flip side is AD is a one-of-a-kind player um, in talent. So yeah. I, I think that you have to take that into consideration um, in the league as well. I mean, obviously, you have Giannis, who's you know, incredible at the size and, and, you know, a little bit comparable to ad but it's one of a kind talent so that's what you're trading for so i think but, to take that in consideration okay. you know there's there's a saying that um you know what a spoon is right you, you see a spoon right you know how a spoon works every normal spoon works right i like to uh, use forks you, uh well you know how a fucked up spoon right it wouldn't work right a fucked up spoon is unique doesn't mean you want it yeah but i mean I mean, I get, I get. Is the AD going to win you a title in the in today's NBA with Golden State? Is AD going to win you a title? He'll be a part of it. He won't yeah. be like that's what I was talking about earlier. Is he even like, going to be a part of a title team? Let's be like, he, yeah, let's he's see, I think he'd be. Yes. No, if we look at the last five title teams, is a center part of them? Not really. Nope, not at all. Tristan Thompson. When's like, the last, uh, when's the last time there was a good, really Tim Duncan aside? Well. Tim Duncan's really not the type of center that Anthony Davis is. Yeah. When have we ever seen that type of center win? Dwight Howard got close. That's true. And, again, that's something that I, I, again, 100% will give you. I I give up Ingram before I give up Ball, just for the fact that I love Ball's size and his defense. I give up Ingram. I say, look, here's Ingram. Here's – Kuzma, here's a few draft picks. I might even throw in Hart. I'm not giving you all. I mean, they literally like I when I read that the I, next five years of their it life, was crazy. It was crazy to maybe win a title, maybe because let's let's realistically fill out their roster. Okay, you have LeBron, AD, Melo at the mid level exception or whatever exception you can you can fill him in for. Uh, weren't they going to give up Rondo and Stevenson too? Yeah, they said they said Rondo. Yeah. They literally gave every piece except everybody. For like Caldwell Pope. Did did they have um 
Do they keep Tyson Chandler? Yes. Yeah, yeah they were okay. keeping Tyson and McGee. Okay, so it's McGee, Chandler. So we have three centers, LeBron. <laughs> Makes no sense. And Melo. And, okay, so what, what guards are you getting? There's, this isn't 2010 where there was like a bunch of veterans at the Not end at of their all. career just floating around. A lot of them are gone. Mike Miller's gone. These people are gone like that. Nowadays, you better be young right now. Well, yeah, I don't think it makes sense for the Lakers after the fact. Absolutely not. And then at this point, if you have Max Davis, you get Ron at the Max deal that he has, you're basically not fully, you know, this third third person is not going to really be guaranteed a full Max contract. So you try to sign a third superstar this offseason, they're going to have to take a pay cut. Obviously, you know, you're going to be in L.A., you're going to be with a trio at that point, but who else are you going to grab? You know, we're we're starting to think about cap situation. Lakers are going to want to spend money. I mean, I'm sure the Lakers will will, will spend money. I don't think that's a, a question of them. But, yeah, I, oh, I mean. They're going into the luxury cap. LeBron is going to demand they go into luxury Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I absolutely think that. I I'm, I'm a, I agree. I think that the trade, you, you start to throw everything at this plus the, the four draft picks, it becomes too much. For the Lakers, I mean, if they're willing to go all out and do that just for AD, I, I agree. I think the four picks, it, it's a lot. I mean, at the same the time. Only way, the only way I would do AD and, like, the four picks or whatever would be if, like, you got to give me, like, Drew Holiday or some shit. You got to give me. Here's Why did the Lakers get rid of Julius Randle? Like, I feel like he would thrive with LeBron. Like, I agree. I was very, very upset to see him go. That was a. Man, again, like some of these, and again, I'm not, I don't have, I'm not, I'm just, you know, just a podcast guy. But like, we're wasting a year. We're going to go into year 17. I don't know. Put it this way. If I'm a free agent, if I'm Kawhi, if I'm Anthony Davis, if I'm Kimba, like all these clay, I don't know. I'm looking, I, I don't know, man. I feel like that Clay is going to make or break this free agency. If Clay leaves and Kevin leaves, the NBA might open up. In an ideal world, mm-hmm. just for selfish reasons, I would love KD and like Kyrie to Boston. I would love AD and like Clay Thompson to like the Lakers. I would love like like the freak to somehow to get you know another player to help him out. I want to see like a little bit more even playing field. And I feel like Clay Thompson holds the keys to a lot of that. I feel like Clay's the guy that could be like, nah, I'm going to resign with Golden State. Or no, I'm going to do this. And then Kevin's like, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, then I'm going to do this. All right, cool. Then I'm going to do this. And then like Boogie might sign another year deal or something. I don't know, man. It's weird. Like the NBA's at a, I just feel like we wasted a year of LeBron right now. Like, just like how we said last summer, we all knew this when they signed. We were like, what? Like, and you can't waste another year. So, you know, you look at next season too. So it's like, okay, here, you know, leading into like, you know, wrapping up here between AD and the Lakers, it's like, okay, you wait, you wait till the summertime. You got to start with AD. Um, I, I, the good part is if you wait till the summertime, there will be an opportunity to, to outright sign folks. But at the same time, you still have to trade for AD because he's still under contract in New Orleans if they hold out and wait until the offseason. So you still have to trade some chips for him. Mm-hmm. Then you have to go in and you have to sign somebody. So at least it sweetens up the deal. Obviously, if AD definitely has his eyes set on LA, I mean, he's sold on it right now, then great. With you guys, with him being inactive and being kept up by New Orleans now that he's healthy, is AD Smart gone? Move. Is is he gone? Is he gone by trade deadline tomorrow, or is he? I think he's still, still there. there. I think that it's. I think that Demps or whatever old boy's name is. I think that he. Now he doesn't really want to backtrack on things, so now he's like, "Fuck!" Like, I should have made that trade, but. You know, like when you're like, you know, like when you and your girl are arguing and it might be something that like she's 100 percent right on. But you've already stood your ground and you've already made it a point to where you're like, damn, I just got to ride with this. I just got to just take this to the grave. It's one of those things. Now, I bet (laughs) I bet I bet oh boys at home tonight. Like, why did why didn't I make that trade? Like what? And now it just looks foolish. Well, I think it's the same thing with Maddie Johnson. He's going to, you know, as him, he's going to he's going to go to sleep tonight and say, okay. 
tomorrow do I make this trade? Do I not make this trade? When I wake up, you know, however I'm feeling, I'm going to do it. And the trade deadline passes. And is there any regret? Because, you know, obviously, one, he's got LeBron. Two, it's, it's, we're waiting for his next step. Or else, like he says, he's out the door. Two years, you know, that he gives himself. Um, but, I mean, based on the way things are going, I mean, if AD, that's, that's, I think they're, they're being very petty with each other by playing the leverage. It's like, AD's like, great. I'll, I think I want to play. I think going to be upset in the short run, but New Orleans going to be more upset in the long run. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I think there's got to be some urgency to get him out. What, New Orleans? I think there's got to be some urgency to get, at least to get him out. I mean, you hold him out. What, what's going to happen? You hold him out. From playing from games, well, he's healthy. What do you, he wants to play, he says publicly he wants to play. You hold him out. I think it's just gonna create, you know, a little bit of of, the, of a toxic situation. You know, definitely between both of them. I'm not already that it isn't, but no, I think you have to sit him out. You got to protect your assets, man. Okay. I agree. I, I think it's. I think it is. Is I agree, but fuck your stats. No, <laughs> I just think that these. Think about these locker rooms that we're creating like it's just i don't know man it's just a bad look dude. that's what i'm saying this is you all know lebron's what I'm fault that it is it, it's, it's both locker rooms not that you've heard too much from the new orleans side of locker rooms but I, I think for both sides right now you obviously saw, saw the way that the lakers played and then you still have you so you had your best player your superstar he's sitting he's going to be sitting in, in in a jacket and suit you know and on the uh, the sidelines for the rest of the season fully healthy um I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a good look. Just it looks. It, it would just be fun, funny to see, and just a just a war of leverage between players and GMs. And, you know, shout out to Dell Dems. I mean, he's had to put with the CP3 trade. You know, where he lost CP3. Regardless, but you know, one of the trades going through, getting taken back by David Stern. Now he's got to put up with this. So he's been through a lot, man. So shout out to him. It's yeah. both sides. You know. That's not gonna happen with the the uh, I want to say the Hornets, but at the time with Chris Paul, but the Pelicans this time around, obviously he has a lot of say and ownerships with them. But I don't know. I I would I would say this. I would say that I think AD has to be out just for the better. The locker room thing is is concerning to me, and the reason why is because how how does it look? Does that look good on your your franchise? Does it look good on the league? It's like hey, we, we're holding a player hostage. I understand looking for the best situation, but literally they've had two weeks. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of working in their situation. If they last resort, they can say, look, LA, we ain't going to go to Boston. Boston ain't going to hear from us. So you give us your best shot and let's go. Yeah. But they already did. How do do you go back? Can they go back to LA? I would, what do you say? Oh, yes, I'm ready to take back your Zorbian offer. And they just say yes? Nah. That's where they empty. Here's what I think. I think that this is where they lose. Hey, yo, Marcus, bro, I love your 1987 car. It's so fucking beautiful, man. It's the coolest mm-hmm. car. It's my favorite car of all time. My dad, he told me that I have to get that eight, 1987 car. Here's Here's uh, 10 grand, and you tell me no. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, fuck it. Yo, here's 12 grand. Nah, I'm good. Now you call me some months later. AOD, man. You know, money's kind of tight. <laughs> uh, you feel me? Like, can't afford the gas no more. Can't, like, you know, <laughs> would you mind taking the car off me? So my original $12,000 offer, $15,000 offer, now I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I get it off you for seven. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'll give you. I give you eight. So you like, ah, uh, okay. I think that's what's gonna happen to New Orleans. I think New Orleans is gonna go into next year knowing this Anthony. They nobody, no franchise wants to get LeBron. They just don't want him to leave. So now you're gonna have New Orleans be like, all right, yeah, we'll take, uh, we'll take Hart, Zubak, and a draft pick. You know, it's it's gonna be ugly. And now here's the thing: what I don't like, and because especially because all the bullshit I've been through, I hate all these fake sources, all these fake blog boys, all of this BS, especially. With us being baseball fans, all these sources that were like, oh, Manny and Harper are going to be signed by X amount of day. Nobody really knows 
anything. Oh yeah, no, no. Just so now I'm reading stuff, and it's like, sake. and like, and now it's easy if you put source or alleged, you can leak anything. So now it's like, oh, what Anthony Davis said he would go here. It's, it, it's no different than the thing two days ago. It said Clay Thompson said that if Anthony Davis goes to the Lakers, he's going. No, Clay didn't say that. It's it's terrible. They, Clay didn't say that, bro. Why y'all lying? Clay did not. You think that Clay is just leaking to his in the middle of a season? No different than last last January. Uh, who was it? Uh, Woj. Oh yeah, uh, there's rumors saying LeBron's gonna go to the Warriors. All right, bro. Come on now. Absolutely, absolutely. He told it to somebody else. That's I, a agree. Rumor. I agree. You know, and he just printed it. Hey guys, and all it takes is yeah, it's just it's trash. I agree. Really quick, man. Poor John Wall underwent surgery for a ruptured left Achilles tendon. Will be out twelve months. Apparently, he slipped and fell in his home. Man, he you want to know how much he's going to make he's next slowly season? Slowly heading down that. Um, you guys want to take a guess? Route. How much he's going to make next season? Thirty-five mil, something like that. Keep going. Thirty-eight. Keep going. What? Forty-two. He'll make forty next season, and then his contract <sighs> kicks in forty-three mil. By the time, oh my god, that's happens. ugly. Yeah, yep, that's that, great. Hell, baby. Washington. So Washington gave it's Arenas cursed. all that money, and he and he, you know, and then now Wall, wow. Yeah, Washington point guards. It's tough. It's tough. John Wall's my. We talked about this. John Wall's been our dude, Demario, and it's sad. I it's love John su- Wall. It sucks to see this. I love John. John Wall's one of my favorite players, and I can't wait for like twenty years down the line when I tell my son about John Wall. There's a lot of players who I can't wait when I have kids so where I can tell my children and they're going to be like, I'm going to be like, yo, son, this really good player named Tobias Harris, who's the sweetest <laughs> guy ever. And he balls everywhere he goes, but he's been traded like 50 times in his young career. And every single place that he's been, he's been, so I'm biased. Cause I'm like, you know, shout out to my Clippers. You know, I'm like, you know, season ticket holder. And when Tobias came over, I befriended him on Twitter because he always posts woke shit like me. And, you know, on Twitter, I'm fake woke. So we actually had conversations, and he's just a really, really nice guy. Hey, real and quick, like, you gotta he's plug, sober Michael Beasley. You got to plug yourself. Oh, my God. Sub, sober Michael. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, the 13th, I will be hosting a little Valentine's Day night with the Clippers. If any L.A. people are listening, pull up, have some fun with me and my come, single friends. Call him, come call through. Him no but seriously i feel bad and like i mean that's kind of like going through chevy we're mine but you know i mean that's kind of <laughs> like i mean i got i mean i guess that segue into you know him getting traded to the sixers which i think is a great trade for both teams yeah i love that i love to man tobias when he was here in orlando i wanted them to sign they chose all the depot fournier whoever but yeah shout out to tobias man that guy Definitely, he worked hard. I, and I, you know, shout out to you to Demario for the tickets last season. I could could have seen the improvement. He was just balling. Yeah, I got to sit close to see him just back down. Jonathan Isaac, boom, couple you know dribbles, boom, turn around. Yeah, his shot has improved a whole lot. I remember here in Orlando, yeah, it was it his has. thing. But you know, shout out to Tobias and, and you know the All Star season he's having. Um, that's huge for Philly, man. I think you know the the Eastern Conference is really shaping up to be. That top four is they're looking really nice. You know, we got the Raptors, the Sixers, the Celtics, and then you know we the Bucks. I think that's those are just going to be a solid four in the East. And then those guys actually, you know, some of those teams look look competitive enough. You know, against some of these Western teams, obviously Golden State's Golden State, but you know Houston has James Harden, and you know with the Thunder they're in third place, but they look. I I don't know. It's a little shaping up to a little be a little bit more competitive. As the season progressive, so shout out to the Sixers for getting yeah, the that. Sixers, they went in. They have enough. Uh, you know, I read online that they have a few. They got some tricky ways to keep because Ben's still under the baby contract, so they have some ways to try to keep Tobias. That's a nice core right there. It really is. Again, like LeBron coming to the Lakers. As much as I don't want to say it was business, it was business. He's trying to pop off for his post play in life, but. For a guy like me, I'm like, bro, like, just retire then if you really ain't trying to ball, ball. Yeah, exactly. You could have went to Philly and just been on. It's all about like, my legacy. I mean, if he honestly, bro, he's he really said that kind of stuff too. So if it, like, yeah, for, yeah, that's what pisses me off. That's why I like when my boy, uh, Clay, uh, uh, uh what's it, Zach Grinky? They were like, where are you gonna go? He's like, the team that pays me the most. Keep it yep. a buck. Keep it a yes. hundred. 
Straight we up. know that. We know that. You know, don't don't do the whole, you know, players are like, yeah, you know, I wanted the best opportunity to win. And then you go sign with Memphis. No, you didn't. Exactly. You're not exactly. going to win in Memphis. Or you keep it real and be like my boy Vince Carter. And he's like, see, I'm going to do the opposite. I'd rather groom these young boys than to go, you know, try to, you know, be a ring chaser. Like, I didn't win it in my prime. I don't want it. And that's how I am. I mean, honestly. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be like Gary Payton with, you know, the you know Miami in 06. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> that, he, that ring don't count, Duke. Yeah, honestly, honestly, Braun told us. I mean, it's like Braun told us that this is what he was going to go do for his family. He wanted to, you know, think about his family and his post basketball life. I guess at this point, so if that's if that's if he's throwing in the towel, man. I mean, yeah, it's it's a sticky situation there. You know, not to it's just weird. It's just there. weird. It's it, like it weird. You know, you're not in it. You know, to win it, like you say, you are. That's cool. Retire. You know what I'm saying? But don't exactly. fake it. Don't yeah. be that. You know, because that's how I am as a fan now. Is I'm just like, man, like you really out Absolutely. here just like, yeah, like faking it. Well, not faking. I'm not gonna say he's fake because obviously he still wants to do this and do that. I just think that all of the, I think all these, like Marcus said, he bet on himself finally, and he's like, this is this is a bad hand. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You know what? We definitely finally get a chance to talk about. The New York Knicks. Hey, finally, go. why do you like this? It's probably get, it's probably hands. Kristaps yeah. Porzingis headed to New York. He's no longer a Nick. Headed away from thank New York. God. Excuse me. Thank, headed, thank no God. longer a Nick. I'm now headed away from snake. New York. Trey He's Burke, no, Tim Hardaway, Courtney Lee, also on their way. Didn't need him. All the way to Dallas. And then, if their uh, name ain't Knox or Money Mitch, I don't care anymore. So, Marcus, how do you feel? Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan. I actually Anna like DeAndre Pitt. Jordan. I like I DeAndre really like, a lot. Jordan, I like DeAndre, DeAndre a lot. Uh, Dennis Smith might grow on me. We'll have to see. Uh, obviously, uh, obviously a move. I, don't, I just didn't see him in my future of my Nick uh, cornucopia of greatness. That is... Um, Zion, Kyrie. No, you know, I'm still on the fence of Kyrie. I don't know anymore. If he's got LeBron daddy issues, I really don't want him. Uh look, when this this thing took off really fast, know, man. man. This like this is one of the trades like we were talking about earlier. This took off fast. I mean, it just it elevated within a couple hours. I'm glad it I'm glad though. It was done pretty nice and smooth. I like the way I'm it was. I'm glad done. it was it all happened in one day. Absolutely. I didn't have to sit here waking up to Nick's slander every morning. <laughs> It just happened, and it's and, done. And the it's Knicks, over. The chips, the the chips are all in. Either you're gonna, you know, get some couple of free agents, this, big free agents exactly. this, this summer. This is it. Yeah, this, this is, is it. This is it. This is like, it. This I is either it. know by the end of next summer if I'm gonna be a Knicks fan for the next ten years, <laughs> or I'm gonna be a Knicks fan, and yeah. one of those, you know, is better than the other. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I. The trade's done. What I wish is that the Knicks would have, the Knicks could have fleeced for for like poor's God. I think I love we that he's with Dallas. We should have been in a position where we had to get fleeced for Przingis. I mean, I'm sorry, That's... you guys should have. I don't know. Like, I no franchise I... should have to package their best player to get rid of bad contracts. That's true. That's true. Like, I can. No see one that. should be in that position. Could you imagine could... if we had to ship Derek Jeter off? to get rid of contracts as a Yankees. Yeah. Like, what? Or, how about this? Can we just talk about how you guys should have drafted Dennis Smith Jr. to begin with? Exactly. No. No, we shouldn't have. Like, no, we like shouldn't what? have. That's, and here's the thing. I think that the whole situation was trash on both ends, but I feel where Porzingis is coming from. Like, in the last year, or just under his last four years of him being you know, and Nick, they've like fought Charles, Charles Oakley. It's been bad management, Phil Jackson. Like it's been like bad and it was getting better. I just think that at this point he was just like, fuck it. I need a change. Like, I don't trust these guys. And I think it's a win-win. I think that ultimately this might be the move to where you, I think the NBA is going to definitely rig it to where you guys get Zion. We better. They would, they would be stupid if they didn't, it would just be ideal. 
And then, of course, you you get like a Kevin Durant or, hell, I would even say like a Kemba. No. You know? Or, hell, Clay might go with Kevin. I don't know their situation. But I think that you guys are set up for the first time in years going forward to be really really good yeah it was, it was we're going we're it was going nice. to host it was the nice... 2021 banner and <laughs> it's just going to be fantastic this guy i mean i would say it was a nice uh respectful like exit for Porzingis, at least from both parties like hey look look you guys ain't going in the direction and like I'll, I'll be out so they sent them out obviously dallas very ideal for Porzingis from their perspective with luca you know i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that I dude, can't wait for that. I'm 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 excited. I, I like I like to see that. Um, also that high pick and roll is gonna be nasty. The Mavericks also are training away Harrison Barnes to Sacramento Kings. So that's who into break- where? It's breaking late. Harrison Barnes, remember that guy that broke a bunch of threes in the 2016 Finals? Shot really terrible. Going to the Kings? I don't know her. Yeah. Harrison Barnes got over. Do either on the of those world. things happen? Harrison Barnes got over on the entire world, like the entire world, yo. Harrison made, Barnes ain't been the same since Derek Fisher got into that. Harrison Barnes hasn't been the same since he was the number one ranked player in the country. Went to North Carolina, stunk it up. Like he's never been like he was. Hey, can we? We need an episode. Where we talk about all the fake LeBrons, like Harrison Barnes, Jabari Parker. Man, think about it. Think Everybody about it. LeBron. Like OJ yeah, Mayo. Are... Oh, uh, oh like man. Wiggins. Man, these dudes are just man. Trash. Hey, Not who's trash. the best? Who's well, Hey, by the way, do you guys know what Melo's doing right now? In a hoodie at a gym? <laughs> getting over on By people? Hopefully Lala. Uh Poor Mello. He'll hoodie be a Laker Mello soon. Thon, can we discuss Hoodie Maker? I mean, Hoodie Maker. Hoodie Mello and Thon Maker are two guys why I never rule. I remember I watched that Thon Maker mixtape. I was like, yo, this dude's about to. Remember, everybody was like, he's KG with Dwayne Wade's quickness. He's I like. these words because he, he's. Oh, God. Dude, he like these. And here's why I know they're fake because I have a hoop mixtape for when I do auditions and I look great. I look nasty. I look like I, I'm wet because guess what? It took me 40 jumpers to make that one crisp one, <laughs> you know? And they got top of the line dudes. Like I was, I was arguing with this guy on Twitter today. Cause the dude was like, Oh, some, some, something like Melo's good. I said, where he's like, Melo's like, Melo can still drop 20, 20. What? He's like points. In what league? I was like, dude, Melo is like, man, don't get me started on Melo. He can drop. 10 of 25. Mello will give you 20 on like 23 shots. I don't need that. Exactly. I don't need that. And he, and he has to realize at this point in his career on the teams that he was on, they didn't need that. They didn't need that ISO black hole guy, that no defense, that no rebounding, no passing. Just what? you just shooting up bricks? Think about it. Look how much better Houston got without him. So much better. Yeah. So it's like, well, thank you, next. NBA is just Sorry, evolved. We just had- we just had to have some kind of mellow slander. Since he I mean, was, look, uh, I respect Melo. I, I think what yeah, the I Knicks mean, were doing before before Jason Kidd sadly left, the Knicks had something. But then he left and everything just spiraled out of control. Like Mello Mello's been Mello's a really strong Robin. He's not Batman. Prime Mello was. Prime Mello he was a very was strong Mello. Robin. Mello was Prime, like, Prime Mello was Nightwing. He was never yeah, Batman. There we go. He was never Batman. Because Batman, Batman got you both sides. Mello was always that, like that, that star who wasn't a star. Yeah, Nightwing. Like you know, he had the name. He had all like the like the Jordan deal. Mello was more of a star because of his high school and college. Like Mello came in smoking with Syracuse. Oh yeah, won the title. But he, but he never really like, you know, and he still has like a great NBA career. But Melo's like a Patrick Ewing. It's like 
you had a great career, but we all thought it was going to be much better. Like, we thought Patrick Ewing was going to have a career like Shaq, Hakeem. Hell, he wasn't even David Robinson. Well, maybe if his weak fadeaway, his weak ankles were better. We yeah. talking about this. Like, you know, so, like, Melo's like the guy to where when we look back, we're going to be like, damn, like, this dude was – and I think that a lot of it has to do with his ego. Shout like, he Melo. never – you know, he never – like, I mean, look at Denver. Every single situation that he's been in, I'm going to break it down. He left Denver. They immediately got better. He left the Knicks. Well, it's the Knicks. They're never going to get better. He left OKC. They're playing much better. He left Houston. They're playing much better. Well, there's your mellow slander of the episode. Gentlemen, uh, moving on, All-Star Weekend, the 68th All-Star Game will be played next weekend. And uh, starters, reserves, your starters from the West, the guards, Curry, Harden, followed up with the front court of LeBron, KD, and Paul George. On the eastern side, you have the guards, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker. Front court, Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Agree, disagree there? Uh, I mean, Westbrook should be starting, of course, but other than that, no. False. No, I I agree with the east. I agree with the west. Shut your logic up. I agree. Here's what I don't like. And this is the, and this is for our boy Nate. So Nate posted a tweet. I'm sorry, of a, a, a Facebook that said D Rose got robbed from the All Star game. <laughs> so I'm like, bro, Derrick Rose fans. Derrick Derrick Rose is the most overrated player probably in the history of the NBA. Like his fans post that tired ass throwback video. <laughs> we all like it's like every day is a throwback, and they like and then. They, like, say wild stuff, like, man, if D-Rose never got hurt, there was going to be no Steph, bro. D-Rose never got hurt, Trump wouldn't have even been elected. <laughs> man, D-Rose never got hurt. I'm like, yo. Oh my like, you know, like, Look. he really – and I'm like, okay, so who is D-Rose going to uh, go in over? So then he goes, well, Dirk and D-Wade made it. Yeah, because they're creating a new thing for the OGs. I said when Derek – Gets ready to retire. I'm pretty sure he will get that spot. Right, right. But like, who's he going to get a spot over? Dame? No. Clay? No. Steph? You know, I'm like, man. And I do love how much Derek has morphed into this whole new player. He he seems a lot healthier. Uh, like you know, seems a lot uh, healthier. He seems happier. He seems at peace. But man, his fans sure do know how to just like. It's like, come on, bro. Yeah, I give Nate. you an inch, you take a mile. <laughs> Shout out to Nate. Shout out to your Bulls, Nate. I got you, man. I feel you. But, um, all right, cool, yeah. Well, besides Westbrook, we'll move on to the reserves here. Uh, basically, our reserves in the Western Conference, Anthony Davis, LaMarcus Aldridge, Nikola Jokic, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns, Russ Westbrook. Any disagreements with that list? I personally, I thought Tobias or... Luca should have made it over Carl Anthony Towns just to piss off people. I thought Tobias was balling. The Clippers were in the playoffs. Obviously, he switched, uh, you know, coast now. And I was pretty good with the East, to be honest. I feel like, I feel like they, I mean, I feel like they got it right. I really wasn't really, really upset or mad at anything this year. I wasn't either. I would say this though. I think Tobias over Carl Anthony Towns. I would agree with that. Um, I think Tobias is having a little bit better of a career year. Obviously, you know, in my, in my opinion, he's an all-star this year, but um, obviously not chosen. But for the most part, yeah, I would say the Western Conference looks pretty solid. Um, the Eastern Conference when rounds out with Bradley Beal, Blake Griffin, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Victor Oladipo, but he was replaced by D'Angelo Russell, Ben Simmons, and Nikola Shout out to Vooch. Finally a magic player back in the All-Star game. But um Can I just laugh at Anthony Drummond when Anthony Drummond tried to troll and then he ended up getting trolled? Yeah. He tried to like that was funny. I I, I love when players try to do like the funny thing and then even like everybody gets on their case. Like he was like, oh LOL, like Vooch. Like, yeah, bro, Vooch has been balling hard. Like 
balling all season from start to finish because we fucking see John posting every single <laughs> Orlando <laughs> Magic <laughs> game like no other. You know? He rides die for Vooch, man. Yeah, and it's funny because like we were talking about uh, we were talking about Anthony Drummond. Anthony Drummond is one of those guys to where he'll get 25 and 25 and they lose by fucking 40. He just does. He just he's like empty stats. He's that guy to where 20 years from now we'll look back and we'll be like, damn, this dude averaged like 15, 16 rebounds for like a decade straight and didn't do anything with it. Like, I don't know, man. It's, it, you, mean, it's like, you mean a glorif- less glorified Anthony Dave? Oh, yeah, 100 percent like way less glorified i think that i think the reason why he isn't is 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 because he really like anthony's evolved he can shoot three he can take you off the dribble drummond is just drumming he's gonna just yeah drummond's like a throwback player he's a player he would have crushed it in the 90s but unfortunately in this present state his you know it's it's, it's nothing like you said i mean, I mean it's, we it's all knew that the western conference too was gonna be a little bit of a snub just kind of talking about that too there's gonna be kind of some some kind of snows, but I think for the most part, like I, I would agree, I would I like the list so far, and then I mean the Eastern Conference, I didn't even know what the hell was gonna happen reserve wise. I mean, obviously, you know, depending if John Wall kind of played, you know, but he balled out, but he got hurt. Um, Where's money, Mitch? There. Um, so unfortunately, you know, the Knicks players aren't allowed these things because they're very Kevin terrible. Knox is in the Rising Star game. Yeah, I mean, shout out to him. Just putting put that yeah. out there. Shout out to him. Put that, put that out there. Too bad. Yeah, he, next, too bad he wasn't originally year, picked year, for, for that. You know, he next year he will he's, be he's replacing Ball in the Rising Stars roster. By the way, it's not like he was originally picked. I I think the Rising Stars is my favorite thing of the weekend. Like I really uh, like. I got a I got a feeling this dunk, little campy. This dunk contest is gonna be bad. Mark my words. <laughs> When's the last good dunk contest? Like, what was it? Aaron Gordon and uh, who was that? Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine. Who was that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was fire. That was like oh, yeah. four years ago. Yeah. But yeah, talking about that that uh, rising stars there, the team team US. Um, Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley the third ball replaced obviously by Knox, John Collins. Shout out John Collins, DeAndre Fox, oh, Jared Jackson Jr. Uh, shout out Jackson Jr. Kevin Knox, Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. And Team World, OG Ananubi, Aiton, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Luka Donich, Shai, Gilgis, Alexander. Dude, these names are getting kind of crazy, man, in the NBA. That's why I'm scouting third world countries, bro. Yeah, they are. Shout out to my third world. Ben country. Simmons on T World. Lo, lo and behold, I, I will say, who you guys got? Team World, US, Team US. The world's gonna beat yeah. the US by like by like forty, and the reason while, why is because Mark Cuban laughed somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Mark Cuban should be the coach for the international sh- team. Because, <laughs> Yo, he should just because that just would to be prove funny. Right. The funniest. Or, or thing. what I loved is when those race baiting idiots tried to say it was about. They thought it was basketball. I was like, no, actually, you're the racist one because you saw a mixtape and thought. Rapper, exactly. Like no, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, the three point contest. You guys agree with Devin Booker, both the Curry brothers, Steph, Stephen, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heal, Dame Lillard, Chris Milton, Dirk, and Kemba Walker. Dirk's kind of like a. Oh yeah, that's dope. Dirk's. I love like last. You know, last ride. I like how they're starting to do this for the All Star game. I kind of like that. Yeah, shout out to shout out to you know the the. Two addition, you know, Wade and Dirk. I I do like that. That's awesome. I mean, I wish that kudos. Paul Pierce retired next year so he wouldn't get this treatment next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm at with my pettiness. That's where I'm at. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yo, Paul. Yo, can we talk about that interview where um homegirl shut him down? That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, here he, he oh gets shut God. down like. Because Paul Pierce is that friend of yours who exaggerates the night. Like, I'll be like, hey, yo, Marcus, remember last night when that dude pulled up and I pulled out yo, the pistol? Up? Then I had to, I had to Uzi on the lap. What I do to him? And you like, actually, you don't have a pistol. And you don't, you didn't have an Uzi. You had a pocket knife. Nah, 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 I had the machete, bro. Nah, you had a pocket knife, bro. Okay, yeah, I had a pocket knife, but I would have had the machete. But you don't have a machete. Every night he gets checked. Every yes. night Paul Pierce says something, 
And like, I remember one night we were in our group chat and somebody was like, nah, he's not that bad. And Chevy was like, no, nah, actually he is. Like, if you, if you watch the NBA interview, you would think that Paul Pierce had like Kobe, Tim Duncan, KG. You think he'd be like multiple MVP. Uh-huh. He was like, like you would just, cause he'd be popping off. And I know you're in the NBA. You could pop, you could talk your shit, Paul. But man, you got to know that you're on that tier two, three of talking shit. You ain't on that Kobe. You're not Tim. You're not KG. Like you're more Chauncey Billups. Oh yeah, you are Kobe. Yeah, they were checking look, him too. Bro, on, look uh, who's your co-host on your. Yeah. they were show. checking him on That's Sunday. The player you were. <laughs> Man, they checked him on Sunday. You know, talking about the Super Bowl, he was over there. You know, rah rah about the whole the Patriots. Are like, bro, just because you played for the Celtics, aren't you from Cali, bro? You should be rooting for the Rams. <laughs> Well, like he's always on the bad end of the shit, man. Like you know what? But yeah, he's annoying. I, Paul Beard is annoying, man. man. He's, annoying, bro. he's a guy claiming crip when he was blood a week ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, but here's the thing. I thought it was just. I remember when I first met Marcus via all of you know all of our podcasts and everything that we're doing. I remember I said something about Paul Pearson. He agreed. I'm like, huh? Then I just start doing random things. So I do random things when I go out to the bar, and I do random things when I'm at work. And I'll just randomly drop some Paul Pierce slander. And let me tell you, folks, <laughs> there's not one person in the world that's a Paul Pierce fan. I've never met not one person. I've dropped slander to Paul Pierce to random people throughout the last year or so. And there's been not one. Paul Pierce and Kevin Durant have no fans. I'm like, <laughs> they're the same person, actually. Hey Marcus, you think Dennis Smith Jr. is gonna win the slam dunk contest for you? Nah, That'd I got, nice. I got John Collins. Go with John Collins. Wow. Let's do it, baby. Wow. Yeah, I would Boy, say no a... fans for KD, no fans for Paul Pierce. I mean, as much as Boston wanna wear his jersey and retire it, nah, bro. Nah, bro. Has Paul Pierce has been retired? It hasn't. His jersey? Didn't they do it? A- did they do it on Isaiah Thomas night? They changed oh, it. Yeah, Remember, they right. changed it. Oh, and have they done it yet? Yeah, they did it last season. They just changed the dates. Oh, I don't even. And that's how. See, I always base, and this is like going to be very like 2019, but I base things off of like Twitter and Instagram. Like, if I don't see that pick, your party wasn't popping, bro. I, I didn't see no. Put it this way, I have enough fans on my timeline of like every single team represented like hip hop across all sports. And I can honestly say that that night, not one person posted that. Or even like, you know, for us, like if it's like D Wade night, we're going to all remember that D Wade moment to where we were like, that's the boy. Right. Nobody right. feels that way for right. Paul Pierce. Now one person. Man, Paul Pierce's night was double booked. That's all you got to say. About yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Exactly. <laughs> they wanted Paul Pierce to share his night with a guy who had one year. Imagine, dude, you know how angry I'd be if my mom was like, hey, yo, son, you're about to get your jersey retired at your high school, but it's also the same night as the NAACP Martin Luther King Martin Scorsese Awards. I'm fighting everybody. Mom is getting hands. Principal's getting hands. Everybody's getting hands. Like how you double book your own kids? The funny thing is, is that Paul didn't even realize how disrespectful it was like he tried to flex. It's like, no, bro, you move your night. This is this is for IT, little boy. Like, yeah, man. Paul Pierce kills me. Oh man, fellas, uh, what's gonna bro. happen tomorrow night is the live draft apparently for the team LeBron versus team Giannis Antetokounmpo. So that's gonna go down live. I think they should do the draft and everything like at the same time because now I've kind of lost. I don't care about the draft. But it's also a last deadline week. night, too, so it's kind of like... Oh, and it, see, well, I think they should announce everything the same night. What's going to happen? You know, like, what's going to take place? If AD gets traded, you're going to have a bunch of AD talk and interviews over, you know... Yeah, the, it's the a... Whole... I, I don't know. I think they should do... I think that... By the way, I think the NBA is just murdering all leagues right Absolutely. now, just across... I don't even, like... And like I didn't want to bring up the Super Bowl because I'm because I, mean, I don't care. But last week I'm not even just saying this to be a dick. There was I don't remember one Super Bowl story from last week. Like the press conference, like who, who? I mean, obviously both teams are pretty boring, but like there wasn't like a Marshawn Lynch. There wasn't like last week was just all NBA. I love the like I love the NBA so much. I just love how 
I, I love, you know, Silver and yep. yeah, like Bron and AD just took it over last week. So they yeah, did. shout out to the NBA. Any shout outs, gentlemen, as we come upon yes. this episode? I, I, I have a shout out. I'm getting right to it. Shout out to Paul George. Paul George, let me tell you, brother, I have what disrespected your name. I've disrespected your name. I once put you in the same category as a Carmelo Anthony. I said you would never be a number one. I never thought that I'd be saying this, but Paul, Carmelo Anthony George, <laughs> you're a baller. You're top three, top three MVP, in my opinion, a division player of the year right now. You are balling. You've been lights out, efficient. I mean, you just – you're balling so hard. I'm sad you didn't come to the Lakers, but at the same time, I don't think you would be doing this with the Lakers because it's a fucking circus here. And I'm happy that you're killing an OKC. So shout out to you. And yeah, shout out to Paul George. I want to shout out to Luca. He is now the youngest player with three triple doubles in NBA history. LeBron did it at 20 years, 100 days. Luca did it 19 years, 343 days. Shout out to Luca. Man, Luca's doing some things, bro. He's a baller, he's, bro. He's doing some things, he man. Eats. He eats. He does. I'm so happy that a lot of the tweets that I wanted to tweet about him, I really didn't because people would be pulling on my old tweets. I'll be deleting <laughs> them. Boss. He boss. I, I got to say, I wasn't 100% sold, but John, two years ago, was sold on him. He's like, look, in the 20, not 18 draft, the Magic needed to draft this guy named Luca. And uh, lo and behold, I always will shout out John for, for putting him on, but he's a Maverick, so couldn't, you know, next best thing. Any shout outs for you, Marcus? I would like to shout out um, who who else is getting traded right now? Yeah, anyone else is getting traded? Marcus uh, apparently you is you, you just to you Charlotte. just don't you don't really matter. Your trade is useless. <laughs> I'm shouting you out because you you are the epitome of the NBA right now, and I love you for it. But and they're still that Golden State team. They're just so much better than everybody else. I don't understand what the rest of the league. The Wizards have no plans to trade Bradley Bill. That sucks. Poor Bradley. Well, he's going to be stuck there forever. Damn. Poor Bradley. Coming to L.A., Brad. Man, that sucks. Yeah. Hire Rich Paul. You'll be there soon. Yeah, what, are, what are they going to do with John Wall if he doesn't come back? I don't know, 12 man. Months. 12 months. You're looking at next February. That's 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 the, all this season and next season. It's a long time, man. Shout you know what's crazy? I'm looking up stuff. It says the Wizards are also sending a 2023 pick. Like, wow, we're old. Like 2023? No, no, no. Let's get wow. this right. You're old. Yeah, wow. All right, fellas. Well, great podcast. Absolutely. Until next time. Peace. Yeah.